Hello and welcome to the Nutrition Uncovered podcast. I'm Lisa, registered associate nutritionist, author, and a PhD student. The aim of this podcast is to provide you with evidence-based nutrition and health information, support you on your journey towards better health and better relationship with food and your body. If you need support with nutrition and health coaching, details are in the show notes. Here is this episode. Hello and welcome to this week's Nutrition Uncovered episode. Today is an important one, guys. We're going to be talking about willpower and motivation. Almost every day, when I speak to my clients, at least once, we will be talking about willpower. And I have a tricky relationship with that term, with the willpower and the, with the concept. And that's because I think people rely a little bit too much on willpower in terms of achieving their goals. And so in general, with this episode, what I want to do is to discuss with you guys the concept of willpower and how we can productively use it for ourselves to achieve our goals. And I hope to also uncover potential misconceptions and maybe even myths around willpower. So hopefully within the next 10-15 minutes, you will have a little bit more clarity, a little bit more understanding, better understanding of willpower as a concept and how you can use it for your advantage to achieve your goals. Because this is why we're here. What I do, nutrition and health coaching, is about helping you to achieve your goals. So let's first define these two main terms, motivation and willpower. So most motivation can be defined as a state or a condition or a way of being, of having a strong reason to accomplish something. So motivation is kind of like a fuel of why you want to do something can be internal or external drivers or reasons for you to do something or to accomplish something. Willpower is something that we use to describe getting ourselves to do things that we don't necessarily have the motivation to do, really a control mechanism of your impulses and your actions. And so popular culture defines willpower as essentially a way to control my impulses and my actions. So it is something that helps me to control myself in terms of some, let's say, maybe cravings, some food cravings or desire or lack of desire to do something. So it's that kind of control driver. And willpower is often linked with things like being determined, being driven, being self-disciplined, having a lot of self-control, resilience, and this sort of I-can-do-things spirit. The question is, is that really what willpower is? And interestingly, there are actually several criteria to define willpower. And I like to view willpower as a way or rather a set of skills so a few skills together that will support or define your willpower. And one of those skills is the skill of delayed gratification. So the opposite of delayed gratification is instant gratification. And that's when I 
want to get the quick reward, quick gratification, and I will do the thing. For example, uh, scrolling so- through social media can give me an, an instant gratification, this instant reward. Having something sweet when I have a sweet craving give me that instant gratification. Whereas delayed gratification is more about thinking of my future self. Okay, what my future self will thank me for tomorrow when I wake up in the morning, how would I like to feel? And based on that desire of my future self, what action should I do now? Should I eat this second ice cream or should I not? So delayed gratification is essentially resisting the short-term temptation in order for me to meet my long-term goals and results. Another part of the willpower is the skill of noticing and overriding the unwanted thought or impulse or even a feeling. The third skill of the willpower is having this conscious and effortful regulation of myself. So I am aware and I'm conscious of my of what's happening and by having that I am able to consciously resist a temptation, for example. Back in the day, we used to think that willpower is a limited resource. It's something that when depleted, you don't have any more of it. And therefore, we should be mindful of how we use our willpower. However, more recent research has identified that willpower is not necessarily such a limited resource, but maybe it actually can be something that can be trained if we look at willpower as a muscle that can be trained, it gives us an idea that, okay, maybe it's not this limited and maybe actually if I use it more, it can be strengthened and therefore by doing more of the things that will train my willpower, I will have actually more willpower and I will have more ability to delay gratification, to resist some temptations, to notice and override my unwanted impulses if I have an instant craving for a donut, instead of quickly going and eating the donut, I can first analyze a little bit, okay, is that really something that I need or want right now? Is that something that fits within my overall goal? Uh, Is it something that I really have to have right now? Or is it something I, I can maybe wait a little bit and have a little bit later? So even though I do believe that willpower in the, to a degree, is a finite resource, and you know we should be mindful of where we spend our willpower. If we, if I choose to believe that willpower can be trained like a muscle, I can actually do better the more I use it. I'm doing a additional coaching certification at the moment, health coaching certification, and what I recently learned is that surprisingly, willpower can be boosted. So. By suggesting to people that willpower can work cumulatively rather than it's a finite resource can be enough to improve the willpower, to improve the motivation. If you believe that doing something and it requires your willpower can drive you to accomplish more of that thing, it's actually really motivating because it motivates you to train willpower as a muscle. And amazing things can happen. For example, there was a study on college students where college students were asked about their motivation and willpower. And the students that felt that willpower is a limited resource felt depleted after they had to do a difficult task. 
However, the students who felt that willpower can be accumulated did better on the task that they had to do. And as a result, they were more, they had more willpower when they had a certain achievement. So higher test scores, for example, can lead to improved academic growth. And this can lead to maybe less procrastination and can lead to do more and and be motivated to do more. So this is when small success in, in one small task can drive further success in other tasks. And this is how we also build confidence in learning new skill. So isn't it cool to think that the more we exert willpower, the better we can be at subsequent tasks requiring willpower? For example, if I think that, you know, my willpower will increase after I practice my pull-ups on a daily basis, that can give me even more motivation and more willpower to continue doing because as I do more of the practicing of my pull-ups, I will subsequently get better because practice makes perfect. Pra- practice improves my progression towards my result. And by doing that, my motivation will also increase because I'm getting better at this task. This I find really empowering because, again, it highlights the fact that practicing the thing, even if it's hard, will make this practice easier. So, in other words, what I take away from this is that willpower depends on what you believe. So the key takeaway is don't try to find willpower and don't try to force yourself to find willpower or being upset that you just do not have willpower. Instead, start doing the small task, the small practice that fits within your overarching goal and see how that can give you the feeling of I have a willpower. I can do hard things. And after you do something hard, yet it's manageable, see how that improves your motivation. Because doing hard things trains your willpower and that can boost your motivation. And as a feedback loop, after you've done the hard thing, after you've had some extra motivation, you can do even more. Because now you have motivation from the fact that you have accomplished something. And also, I think one of the challenges and obstacles people have, they try to do too hard things in a short period of time and too quickly. For example, you know, oh, I can't do a pull-up. Well, how have you trained for it? Have you done consistently small exercises on a daily or on, or on a you know weekly basis that could help you to train those those pull-ups. You don't just magically wake up in the morning being able to do a pull-up. It requires a certain level of practice. In the same way, you're not expecting yourself to wake up and suddenly know how to speak French, for example, or Portuguese. Now I live in Portugal. And, and even if I live in the country and don't, I don't put my time into learning the language, I'm not going to speak it. Same goes to all the skills related to healthy eating, being mindful around food, uh, even intuitive eating. Intuitive eating is also a skill, even though it sounds like it's very easy because it's intuitive. In current climate, in current world, in our culture that we live in, intuitive eating is not intuitive. It's actually a set of skills that also can be practiced. And the wonderful thing with all of this um, 
goals and skills and practices is that they can be learned. And it's wonderful because it gives us the power and the, the belief that we can do things. We can't do them necessarily straight away, but by breaking down that big goal and by focusing on smaller things that we practice on a daily basis, we can achieve that goal. And in the process of this, we don't just have willpower, but we also train willpower. For example, I do not have a willpower to eat my vegetables. Okay, but maybe you can break down that task of eating more vegetables into very easy and manageable things on a daily basis. You know, don't set yourself a goal of eating, you know, from zero to five portions of vegetables a day. Maybe just try to have one extra portion a day. That's it. And do that for a week. And how could that look like practically? Can you add onion into your omelet or a chopped bell pepper into your omelet? If you're making whatever meal that is the most convenient for you, the, the meal that you have every single day, could you add an extra vegetable in there? Could you add an extra piece of fruit for your breakfast, for example, or for your lunch or for your dinner? Don't overcomplicate things. And by doing those things, you might realize that actually it's not even about willpower. It's about planning. And planning might not look like having a strict uh, meals written out for you, for, for uh, you know, what you're going to have every day, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Meal planning can look like I'm going to add an extra vegetable to my already decent breakfast. And lastly, when you're learning a new skill and you practice and you are working towards achieving a new goal, ask yourself these questions. Why do I want to do this particular task? Why do I want to go for a walk? Even if you don't necessarily want to go for a walk, Try to find one or two things that why you might like to go for a walk. Really try to be creative and think, okay, maybe I'm going to see, I'm going to pay attention to what trees are growing in the park nearby. Or maybe I'm going to explore the names of the streets that um, in my area so that I will be more knowledgeable about my area. You know, really try to be creative and make yourself almost find um, those one or two things that you might like about doing this task. What will it feel like when I finish this task? What would it feel like? How will I feel like when I come home from the walk? What sort of things will I accomplish? Feel better. It will elevate my heart rate and that in and of itself is really beneficial for my health. Maybe I'm going to get some fresh air. I'm going to clear my head. I'm going to have rest from desk. I'm going to have a rest from my laptop. You know, there's so many things that you can write down of what could be the benefits of doing that thing, going for a walk that maybe you're not necessarily notice in the moment, especially you don't notice it when you are about to go for a walk, when you try to get motivation, quote unquote, to go for a walk. So focus on those feelings after and what sort of benefits can that activity bring you in the short term, not just the long term. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that the concept of willpower uh, is interesting to you. It's definitely very interesting to me in the context of helping my clients and, and coaching uh, people and con the, the kind of the motivation and the willpower relationship and really try to look at willpower as something that is flexible and something that can be changing and something that you can learn. That's it for today. I hope it was helpful. If you want my support in your 
habit changing in your relationship with food and your body, in body image, and how can you really live a healthy and happy life whilst achieving your goals without sacrificing your relationship with food and taste and the joy in life. If you want me to be in your team and to support you on this journey towards better health and better relationship with food, then fill in the application for coaching. It will be in the show notes and I will be very happy to help you. Bye!